Welcome to the Liberty Cafe, where oppression is on the menu. If you live in Texas, your taxes go up every single year. Why does that happen? Well, because politicians, Texas politicians and politicians across the globe, want to spend your money. They need to spend your money to keep their constituents happy, who really aren't the constituents they ought to be keeping happy, which are you, the voters. But they have lobbyists and big businesses and all these kinds of things who they think are more important to their maintaining political power than you are. And so they take your taxes and they spend them. So what we're going to be doing today is talking about taxes, how fast they're going up, how fast the spending is going up, and particularly how we can stop that from happening when it comes to property taxes. All this and maybe a little bit more on episode 85 of this week's Liberty Cafe. Before we get to that, though, just let me introduce myself. My name is Bill Peacock. I'm the host of the Liberty Cafe, and I'm grateful to have you here with me here today. And also grateful that Texas Scorecard is a great sponsor of the Liberty Cafe. It's a great group of folks men and women over there fighting for your liberty, I encourage you to go to texasscorecard.com and see what they have to offer. All right, so let's get to taxes and spending and property taxes. Where should we start? Well, why don't we start with how much money the state of Texas spends of your money they spend every year. So I've got some budget numbers here. They're going to be a little dated, which means they're going to be a little low because Revenue for the state of Texas is booming. Not only has the economy recovered and provided all kinds of normal revenue, but the state of Texas got all this free money from the federal government over the last year. And I don't have all the numbers, but let me just give you the numbers that I do have. That they're going to be a little bit low. These are about six, eight months from the past. So the budget for this biennium, the Texas runs on a biennial budget. We, we, they have a yearly budget as well, but the appropriations from the legislature are on a two-year basis. And so what that means is that the budget for this biennium, 2022 and 23 for Texas, is $282 billion. That's a lot of money. Of course, people would say we're a big state, we got to spend a lot, but the stuff they spend money on is just... It's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And I won't, we won't go into the details of all that today, but let me just put it in context. A decade ago, just 10 years ago, the spending uh, biennial budget for Texas was $185 billion. So it's up $100 billion, 50%, more than 50% in just the last decade. And, and that's the kind of rate of growth it has. And, and they can't stop spending your money. So what does that have to do with what we're going to talk about today with property taxes? Well, l- let me kind of put that in context. Uh, the, you know, property taxes make up a huge amount of the money that Texas spends. Now, Texas doesn't have a state property tax, at least in and it's a fiction, really. There's a constitutional prohibition against that, but the Texas Supreme Court has allowed Texas to basically appropriate these local property taxes and incorporate them into their spending. So when we look at 
total state general revenue, which is the money they can spend on just about whatever they want. It doesn't include federal funds. It doesn't include some money that they get from specific places that have to be spent on specific things for one reason or another. Sometimes it's because Texans passed a constitutional amendment. For instance, we did that recently, last few years, and dedicated so much spending from a certain source to go into the highway fund to spend on roads, which is a really bad idea, by the way. We ought to allow each legislature the ability to be able to spend the money where they think it's best. But who got behind this last one to put the money into highways was the highway lobby, because it's the people who engineer roads and make a lot of concrete and then build the roads. Right. They all wanted this. They have a big lobby in Austin. They push it forward, and voila, all of a sudden, Texans can't decide where their money's going to go because they already decided in the past where it's going to go, if you get my mind. We, we get locked in by these things, and there, there's a lot of examples of this. But let's just look at Texas property tax revenue. Uh, for, for this year, it's going to be in the neighborhood of about $73 billion dollars 73 billion dollars that's more than the general revenue that the state can spend on just about anything it wants which is 66 billion dollars so that's a huge amount of money of course that, that the majority of that property tax revenue goes to schools and then some of it goes to cities some to counties and then we have these special purpose districts that are going around the state and as you know that property taxes are a big issue here in Texas. And people are getting fed up with how high their property taxes are going. You know, one of the problems is that the inflation and restrictions on building and zoning and other other things like that have caused our property values to go up tremendously over the last several years. There's some supply and demand in there, but most of it, a lot of it anyway, is just these government either inflating the, the money supply or putting restrictions on where or how or when we can build that has caused housing prices to go up so much. And what we have in that situation then is people's property taxes also go up because when the valuation goes up, the taxes go right along with them. And, of course, another reason they go up is because the government wants to spend more of your money. And that's true whether it's at the state level or the city level or the county level or the school district level. Now, you know, taxes, state taxes go up about 6% every year, which is kind of funny because they don't actually raise the rates on these things. It's just that they benefit from an increased economy. So when we look at state funds, almost every year, state taxes revenue goes up about 6%. So that means six more percent of your money is going from your pockets into the government. Now, maybe they may say, well, it's because they're spending more money. Well, just because we spend more money doesn't necessarily mean we ought to give more money to the government for taxes because just because we spend more money doesn't mean that they have a need to spend more money money. 
Now, that can get awfully complicated, but this idea of automatic tax increases and automatic spending increases really ought to go away. And we ought to start with, like Texas Scorecard has put out, and Texans for Fiscal Responsibility have put out the, the no-growth budget idea. I once called this the liberty budget, the, the budget that stops the growth of government, stops the growth of taxes, and if when revenue goes up, the money comes back to us instead of uh, over to the other constituents, the businesses and the lobbyists and, and all those folks who are recipients of our taxpayer dollars. And so that would be a, a great thing, but unfortunately that's not in, in place today. And so what we need to do uh, to look at the growth of tax revenue is and manage the growth of tax, and tax revenue is start to look at spending and see what we can do to stop the spending, like this no growth budget. Well, that may not happen immediately, but it's something we need to have in place. So let, let's take this concept of automatic tax revenue growth, automatic spending growth, and bring this over to the concept of property taxes. So property taxes, as you know, have been going up every year and have continued to go up year after year after year after year after year. And the legislature has at numerous times, four times I think it is in the last uh, 20 plus, 25 years or so, tried, said they were going to do something about it. Uh, when George Bush was governor, this was about in 97, I believe it was. And um, of course he wanted to run for president. Maybe it was 99. Now, but but uh, anyway, it was right about that time, 97 or 99. They said, we're going to come in and we're going to reduce your property taxes. Well, they didn't reduce them. They, they stopped the growth of them for a little bit. Some people saw reductions in property taxes, but the overall property taxes continued to grow. Then in 2006, I believe, during a special session, they came back and did it again. And they, but the way they lowered our property taxes was to increase taxes on our businesses through what is known as a state franchise tax. So they took this huge amount of money from businesses, put some of that money into reducing property taxes. Most of it, though, just went to increased spending, particularly on education. And there was this slight dip in property taxes for one year. Uh, don't quote me on this, but about 1% or so to maybe 2% of your property taxes. But the next year it was up and going and within a couple of years it was well beyond any place it had been before and just skyrocketing out of control. Legislature has done that at least twice since then, including the most recent sessions. And in none of those instances were property taxes lowered and remain lowered. They just kept going up. This, this past property tax relief, um, didn't provide any much relief at all. It's kept it from going up quite as fast as it was before, but there was just nothing there that stopped or even slowed the growth of property taxes. Now, what the legislature has done, has put into place recently, back in 2019, was a cap on how fast property taxes could grow. There's a lot of limitations on that. I think it's 3.5% is the cap. There's a lot of limitations on that. So that's on the existing property. If somebody comes in and builds a new building somewhere where there was an empty lot before, that doesn't count against the cap. So 
property taxes can continue to go up faster than this three and a half percent and uh, you know around the state and so there's just been no willingness of the legislature to, to really stop the growth of property taxes in the state and again why is that well it gets back to where we started the the real problem is that the legislature wants to continue to spend our money and if they cut back on property taxes they can't do that they can't they they have to answer to the teachers and they have to answer to the administrators and they have to answer to the media all these people who want to just pour more and more of our money into texas schools despite the fact that after years and years and years decades even of pouring more and more of our money into texas schools all we have is the same cruddy schools for the most part there's some good ones out there but for the most part the same cruddy schools that we've had before and certainly the same schools that can't teach our children about god or anything else and so money into schools isn't the problem the solution to the problem yet that's what everybody says it's like you know you do something over and over and over again and then you keep believing if you do it one more time, the outcome will be different. That's what the definition of insanity. Yet that's the insanity of Texas public schools. So what do we have to do if we're going to lower, or in this case, as I suggest, eliminate property taxes? Well, I think the answer is pretty self-evident by this point. We got to slow the growth of spending or the the best way to do it would be to not just slow the growth of spending, but to decrease spending. But we can actually eliminate property taxes in Texas uh, without actually reducing spending, although it would go a lot quicker if we actually cut spending. So here's how we can do this. So number one is we have to reduce spending at the state level first because we can use the extra money we have from that to buy down property taxes. So here's how that works. As I said before, uh, state revenue, the, the legislature can spend general revenue, they can spend on just about anything they want, grows by about 6% a year. Yeah. And so what you do is you just tell the legislature, you can't increase spending in any, any one year for state stuff at more than, let's say, 2%. Well, every year, there's this delta of 4% that they can then use to turn and buy down property taxes. So, for instance, with GR revenue in 2022, about, about $66 billion, uh, that would generate somewhere in the neighborhood of about $3 billion that could be used to... Uh, buy down property taxes. So all of a sudden, this $4 billion that used to just go for whatever they wanted to spend it on, and increase spending on, now it's going towards reducing your property taxes. So that's the first step. Reduce state spending growth and use the extra money that's left over, your extra money, to buy down your property taxes. That's the first step. The second thing you have to do is you have to limit the growth of school spending as well. And you can put that same uh, property uh, growth on it, growth cap on the schools that you do on the state of Texas. The third thing you have to do is you have to freeze the level of property taxes. 
that you know let's say they do this in 2023 you have to freeze property taxes at that level so they can never grow again and then what you do is you apply every year this four billion dollars to that and just buy down the property taxes over time with that money and eventually that will buy it down so that, that's the first uh, three things you have to do number four that would take some time if you just use that money the fourth thing we can do though is to to do this is to increase the sales tax on a temporary basis so if we increase the sales tax you know it's about eight and a quarter right now in most areas of Texas you can increase that up to about 13 percent over time it's a stair-step process where you, you do it a little bit each year until after about eight years it's up to about 13 percent you use the extra money from that and you also to, to buy down the property taxes uh, for people if you do that reduce spending use the extra money from that to buy down the property taxes, increase sales taxes, and use extra money from that to buy down property taxes. Taxes could eliminate all property taxes in just eight years. As I said, the rate for the sales tax would get up to about 13% or so. And then after property taxes are gone, use the same mechanism, the, the limit on state spending growth, to start buying the sales tax back down to where it was before. So after about another eight years, 16 years total, the property tax has been eliminated in the first eight years, and then the sales tax has been bought back down to where it was before. So we could totally eliminate the property tax and get our sales tax back down to where it was in 16 years and all being financed by the willingness of Texans to spend less money or reduce the growth of spending money over that period of time. Now, we might have to forego some favorite government uh, perks that we get. Uh, we may have to learn how to economize in our education program, and I guarantee you there's lots of ways to economize when it comes to spending on public education. Uh, football stadiums come to mind, but also, um, you know, they built a water park in one district around here. You have all these administrators that are just burdening down school districts, all these kind of places. Uh, you, could, you could get rid of a lot of that stuff, increase teacher salaries, and still spend less money than we spend today, or certainly not increase it as fast as we are in this world today. So it's a really simple process. Now, of course, doing it's not so simple because you have to get all these people to agree to it. And the really important thing about this is that if you're going to do this, we have to do it through a constitutional amendment. If we were to just pass a law to do all this kind of stuff, and let's just say we got the, the votes to do it, well, maybe two or three or four years down the road, all of a sudden, you know, people are yelling they didn't have enough of our money, whatever constituency it is. And then the legislature came back around and said, well, you know, this isn't such a good idea. But we kind of like having the sales tax up at, let's say it's at 11% by this time. So we're just going to leave it there. And we're not going to increase the property taxes, but we're not going to get rid of them either. And so what you have there is both higher sales taxes and property taxes still in place. So in order to make this work, 
so we can't be double crossed on this. We need a constitutional amendment. And that's a pretty high bar. It takes two thirds in, in both the Texas House and the Texas Senate. Republicans don't have that at the moment. But nonetheless, I think the political will will be there if the political will of Texans will speak who are angry about the continued growth of property taxes will speak up to the members of their legislature, the governor, the lieutenant governor, and the, and the politicians they elect at the, the city and the county and the school district level. If Texans will speak up to them in a clear voice and tell them they don't want their property taxes, it'll happen, and I suggest this is the way to do it. Well, thank you once again for being here on the Liberty Cafe. It's great to have you here always. I'm always blessed in that and always blessed also to have Texas Scorecard as our sponsor. Thank you for listening to the Liberty Cafe with Bill Peacock. This show is produced by Texas Scorecard. You can learn more about this show and find other shows at texasscorecard.com. Be sure you subscribe and rate this show on whatever platform you listen on. See you next time.